0: The morning ship is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta, Georgia. The life celebration services for Miss Dorothy Houston of Valdosta are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff of Gatlin Mortuary. The Life Celebration Services for Chloe Kyer of Valdosta is also incomplete at this time and will be announced at a later date by the Staff and Management of Gatlin Mortuary. The Life Celebration Services of Mr. Jared Alford Senior of New Jersey are currently incomplete but will be announced at a later date and time by the Staff and Management of Gatlin Mortuary. Let us continue to pray for those uh, who we know, and even who we don't know, uh, who have lost the loved one, and prayers of comfort and strength to the family and friends who have experienced and are experiencing grief during this time. It's a beautiful day, y'all, and um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift where shift happens. Good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody. Y'all, listen, I was reading something this morning, but first, I want to give you this quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Part this first line Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Dark, uh, light really only have one job, and that's to drive out darkness, to bring darkness to an end. That's the only way it's going to get done. Light only has one job. And I want to talk to us today about how it's important for those of us who are the light Not to allow this dark place to smother who you are. And don't let these dark times intimidate your light. Mm. Don't let these dark times intimidate your light, right? Um, In order for you as the light to shine bright, listen at me, in order... For the light to shine brightly in order for you to be at your best there has to be an existence in the presence of darkness and sometimes you know we don't want to experience dark times in our lives we don't want to we don't want to have to deal with all of this chaos and controversy and dark places and hard times and difficult seasons we don't want to have to deal with it ultimately, but nobody knows your faith until it's time for your faith to be made evident. You hear what I'm saying? Nobody knows your faith until it's time for your faith to be made evident. Don't nobody know who you really are. When we talk about being the light, when we talk about being the salt of the earth and we talk about having faith, nobody knows the extent of who you are until it's time for you to be who you are. And and a lot of times people don't know the totality of who you are until they've experienced you. And so this is the time right now, more so than any other time for people to know who you are. Tracy, good morning. Lynn, good morning. Erica, good morning. Tamika, good morning. Cynthia Samuel, good morning. This, this, this is the time when your faith has to be made evident. See, you got to go through some dark places in your life for your light to be validated and verified. Because you don't know how bright you shine. You don't know how thick your skin is. You don't, you don't know the strength of your light. Until you've had to go through some dark places. Until you've had to walk through that valley of the shadow of death. Right? Darkness is the absence or the deficiency of light. Abs- the absence or deficiency of light. Either for for darkness to exist. Either there is no light there. Or something is wrong with the lights. Either the light is not on or something is wrong with your light. Make sure. Oh my God. In a time like this, my beautiful men and my brothers and sisters, men and women of God, men and women of faith, make sure. Make sure that there's nothing wrong with your light. Oh my God. Oh, my goodness. Today's affirmation, I will make sure that ain't nothing wrong with my light. Ain't nothing wrong with my light. Maybe something wrong with your light. But ain't nothing wrong with my light. That's when darkness is at its best. That's when darkness is at its best. When there is either an absence of light. Or that's the only way that darkness has its existence. When there is an absence of light. Or something wrong with the light. Because then don't nothing make me mad. I would rather than to know that there is no light. Than to try to turn on the light and something wrong with it. Make sure there's nothing wrong with your light in the midst of this darkness. Make sure there's nothing wrong with your faith. You know, make sure there's nothing wrong with your strength during this time. Yes? Woo. Leslie, good morning. Q, good morning, my brother. Make sure that there's nothing wrong with your light. Look at it like this. Look at it like this. When we say make sure there's nothing, when I say make sure there's nothing wrong with your light, look at it like this. Light does not expose darkness. Darkness exposes your light. Oh, my goodness. Darkness exposes our light. It's tough times that expose who you are. It's hard places that expose who you are. Hard times, difficulty will expose who you are. Don't let darkness swallow up your light. Don't. Don't let darkness swallow up your light. The same faith that you have when things are going good is the same faith that needs to be in existence, if not more, when you're going through hard times, when you're facing struggles, when you're facing trials, when you're dealing with the unknown and uncertainties. Whenever you're walking through these uh, hard places, make sure you don't let that place be bigger than your faith. Ah, ah. Make sure that you don't allow the place that you're in, the mindset that you're in, the time that you're in, the trial, the struggle, the trouble, the difficulties, the hardship, the pain, the frustration, the oppression, the persecution. Don't let that place be bigger than your faith. Don't let that place be greater and more influential than your light. In Job 29 and 3, he said, God was always with me and gave light as I walked through the darkness. He gave light as I walked through the darkness. So whenever I need it most, whenever you need it most, that's when your light needs to be shining, baby. This is a time where people on your job need to experience your faith. This is a time where people you pass by on the street your light it's you need to make sure that the people you touch and I'm not talking about physically touch but I'm talking about touch with your presence that you touch them with your life you touch them with your um pre, your demeanor with your your existence when you pass and by you coming in contact with whether it's random or intentional they need your light they need to experience your light now It's your strength now and your faith. You need to start speaking to people who you wouldn't normally speak to before because they need your light. They didn't believe. They didn't need you. They didn't think they needed you then. Touch them. Touch them with your light. 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 Hope is being able to see the light despite of all the darkness. That's hope. Being able to see the light in spite of all the darkness, I, I don't care what it is. I, I still believe there's light at the end of this tunnel. And as a matter of fact, I ain't even gonna wait to the end of the tunnel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm going to illuminate and illuminate with my 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 life with myself. I was reading right before we joined in. I gotta get out of here. Right before we joined in. Before we got live, I was reading Isaiah 58. And I'm just going to read this through the New Living Translation. And I'm, and I'm going to close. I'm going to close with this. And I'm, again, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, Isaiah 58. And I think it's going to be like 1 through 12. And I'll let you know when I get to the end. <clears throat> it says, shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf pretending they want to be near me they said we have fasted before you why are you not impressed we have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it says i will tell you why i respond it's because you are fasting oh my god to please yourselves even while you fast you keep oppressing your workers What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is that what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? Says, no, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongfully imprisoned. Come here, Isaiah. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. This is what kind of fasting he wants. Do not hide from relatives who need your help. Oh, I'm going to read that particular thing again. This is verse 6. No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Not the kind of fasting that just please you. Dressing good, looking good, acting saved, acting holy. Doing all of this fasting and still fighting mistreating people. And, and, and quarreling and bickering. said so That's the kind of fasting you want. That's the kind of fasting that pleases you. But this is the kind of fasting I want. Oh, my God. He said, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongfully imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. Remove the chains that bind people. This is the kind of fasting I want, he says in Isaiah 58. Share your food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them. And don't hide from your riches and your kin folks that need your help. This is the kind of fasting I want, says the Lord. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness, come here little girl, will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, I answer. Here I am. You want to talk about fasting? And help those in trouble. This is the kind of fast that the Lord wants. Then he says in verse 10. Then let your light shine out from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be as bright as the noon. The Lord in verse number 11. Will guide you continually. Giving you water when you are dry. And restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you, come here, some of us, some of you. Good morning, Penny, Aaron Winston Jr. Listen, some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Stand up, light. Stand up, light. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your city. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls Storer of home, talking about being light in the darkness. That's the kind of fasting he says he wants. It's just—it's more than saying you're not gonna eat for 12 hours, you're not gonna drink, you're not gonna do. He said that's that, that's the kind of fasting you want, but this is the kind of fasting that I want.